Hey, After Brothers, ever want to win $50,000? Well, there's a show out there by Kevin Hart that let you, lets you do just that. However, you got to get through an obstacle course. That's right. We're talking TKO's episode one of season one. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's TK Go Time. We got Megan and Michael, <laughs> and I'm Hello. Phil. Let's yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so much to discuss, so much to go. We, it's our first episode of this series ever, so we're going to talk a lot about the format and the contestants and so forth, and we've got a little bit of news and gossip for you, lots to get through. But I want to hear from you guys. A, introduce yourself, and B, give me your overall thoughts of this brand new series on CBS. Let's start with you, Megan. Hi, my name is Megan Gittleman. Um, I felt like I was really taken back to high school watching it. I liked how they described that it was a dodgeball meets obstacle course game because I felt like everyone kind of went back into that competitive mindset and there were definitely the different like types of personalities. It just felt like everyone went back to high school. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Speaking of high school, I thought that it brought me back to high school a little bit with like American Gladiators feel to it. Um, by the way, I'm Michael Rippey. It's good to see you guys. Um, Kevin Hart as a host, interesting. Uh, adds a little comedy to it. I think that they need to maybe loosen up on the challenge, make it a little easier, right? Maybe. I mean, or they need better competitors, one or the other. One or the other. <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's a little bit tough in terms of because the course is already set. Yeah. So at that point, how do you kind of adjust it? I'm not sure. Um, in fact, you know what? Uh, let's talk about the obstacle course in general. Uh, you know, with this first episode, we're sort of exposed to the rules. Uh, they're competing for fifty thousand dollars. Um, there's four zones overall, and if you get through the zones, you know the the, the fastest time wins sort of sort of deal. And there's various levels. You still get money even if you don't come in first, but the top top person gets to go on into the larger challenge. So there's a lot of layers here. Mm-hmm. But from your overall sort of opinion, which zone was the toughest? I think, was it the second one where they were jumping onto the platforms that were wobbling? I think that was the second zone. Throwing, th- throwing Frisbees? Yeah. That, that was the second zone, right? Yeah. Uh, I believe. You yes. got shooting the balls in zone one, uh, throwing Frisbees zone two, spike, the, spike balls? Spike balls. Spike spike balls. That was Three. a hard one for everyone. And then slammer in zone four. Indeed. I feel, yeah. I, it's tough to say like there was an easy one because three contestants... <laughs> Total, total, total <laughs> yeah. KO'd as KO. Right, so you get to you get to get knocked down once, and that's a KO. But then if you get knocked down again, it's a TKO, and it seemed like on a couple of them, none of them could get through it. They all got TKO'd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the fourth one, just by the, the way, and we'll break it down, but the way it went seemed like the hardest, hardest. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's fun watching these, char- these people on TV. And you would think, like, oh, come on, you're laughing at them. But you, it must be pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Especially imagine. speaking of the fourth one being the most difficult. If it is the most difficult, you're also the most tired by the time you get there. So it's even more difficult. Absolutely. Right? Like, the amount of time it takes. Um, and then they have the whole component of a time capsule where you could get time back. But didn't really come into play in the first episode. I want to – what's interesting, I, w- I wish we had – you know, we could see the behind-the-scenes curtain of this because oftentimes when they build these challenges, you kind of test out these obstacle courses. Mm-hmm. So I want to know who was testing out this obstacle course. Were like Olympians? Maybe the actual <laughs> gladiators that I was talking about from like American Gladiators. 
could be, <laughs> because right? Because otherwise, it seemed like everybody was really struggling. And um, even Barry, I mean, he struggled and he was ended up being the winner. Absolutely. So speaking of that, let's let's talk about our contestants. We have five contestants. Um, there's Barry. He's 27. He's a teacher in North Carolina. We have Tracy, 38. She's a nurse. She wants to do this for her kids. We got uh, George from Chicago. He's a cop. And we got Melanie from Texas. She's a cheerleader. And Geronimo, she's a behavior specialist from Boston, 28. From this group of five, just initial reactions. We obviously know the results, but just by, the, by, by that description alone, who did you think was going to at least be competitive enough? Definitely George, just because he's a police officer and he's used to working in those high-stress situations, and it seems like he had a lot of confidence. He really had a grasp on the situation and a plan. Uh, I thought George for sure because of the police officer aspect. I thought Barry when he showed us that cool handshake that he did, Mm -hmm. uh, and he taught Kevin Hart that. But I also thought Melanie, as a cheerleader and a mom, I thought she was going to do pretty good. Yeah, I you know I, I I definitely put Melanie somewhere up there just because of her athleticism. Um, Barry, I wasn't expecting simply because he was a teacher, but yeah, I, I too am on on the George bandwagon where I was like, okay, George's got this, mm-hmm. and he seems so confident. He laid out a strategy, and um, George did not have that. No, did not deliver. <laughs> Why not the window? George did not get that. It's you know one of the things that we sort of before we came in um, that you and I Michael were talking about they just progressively got bad mm-hmm. For, you know you start out with with Barry who you know TKOs in the last two zones of the four zones and then Tracy you're like okay you no offense to Tracy you kind of think she's going to do bad and then unfortunately yeah I, th- I think because we all put so much stock into George the fact that he's third and then mm-hmm. his time was even more increased than Tracy yeah I, I wa- watching it, did did you guys think that they were going to get better? Because I expected it to get better. I'm like, oh, they must be saving better contestants as I see, like, George going and not getting it. And then Melanie coming. I'm expecting, like, someone to do better and better, but it just got progressively worse. It did. And, you know, I, I thought you would certainly kind of pick up little little bits here and there and be like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that or I'm not going to do that based on what somebody else did. Mm-hmm. No one seemed to have that strategy. Yeah. Well, my theory is I don't think the other competitors were as willing to fight off Barry because they didn't think they needed to because he was first. And so as more people went along and as they did more like poorly than he did, they fought harder. So they made it harder for the next person. Okay. Hmm. I like the idea, though, that the contestants, even when you're not up, you're still part of it. Yeah. So everyone's involved. I thought that's a cool component to the whole... Uh, game in in general, you know. So just because you're not the one actually doing the course, you're still part of the actual competition by trying to get them off their game. Which, interestingly enough, I'm not sure they even needed people to be like throwing extra elements at the the obstacle course because it seemed like the obstacle course alone was That's very it. difficult. Well, uh, we did talk about Tracy before we got in the fact that she was a sharpshooter with that disc. Yeah, she was dangerous. <laughs> she was angry and riled up and, and she ready was just to go. Letting loose, throwing him. Yeah. Like, it was like Kevin Hart was like, "Whoa, <laughs> He's like, worried." Yeah, I mean, no, no one else really stood out as far as being that good at those things. As you mentioned, uh, the course in itself was tough, but Tracy was a standout as far as getting people. I thought. 
She was also a standout in my notes because when I watched right after she went, I actually wrote to myself that she might be the worst competitor ever, which (laughs) quickly changed about five minutes later when she was already doing better than, you know, George and the rest. But um, she was incredible at throwing those discs. If anybody needs like an ultimate Frisbee player, she probably is the one you should call. (laughs) Absolutely. I I think that's a good. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, I mean, they just got so progressively worse, which got me to thinking at a certain point, I don't know if it's allowed, but just TKO right off the bat, like 10 seconds, double TKO, get, you know, do the course in like, let's say 30 seconds. That's four minutes and 30 seconds. Call it a day. Well, surprisingly, Melanie was the last one to go, I, th- I believe. Uh, second to last. Second to last, right. She ends up getting last place, but if she would have used your strategy, she would have probably gotten second place. Yeah, I mean... Because the, the, the times were very varied. It wasn't even close. The, the thing with Melanie, like, you cheered for her, and she got so close each yeah. round. But because she took up so much time trying, it's all... Yeah, just don't try. Mm. It kind of goes against, the, like, the idea of the game, but it's yeah. if you want the money. Well, she's also the one who took the uh, the 90-second timer that's just like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to take it <laughs> right. yeah. one way or the Kevin's other. like, I'll take that. I don't, I don't think we're going to use that. That doesn't count. You know, I, th- I think she should get it just for the simple fact that she thought about doing it. No one else did. It's creative. She could have very easily not done it, as, as did anybody else. But um, I got to say, Geronimo was the surprise of the night, at least for me. How did you guys feel about her? Jesse, Jesse Geronimo. Jesse Geronimo. Yeah. Yeah, I like her last name better. I'm just gonna yeah. keep calling her Geronimo. For me, it was the same thing with George. She seemed really cocky in the beginning, so I thought, oh, she's not gonna do that well. But she was just as feisty out there as she was when she was yelling at the other competitors. Speaking of yelling at the other competitors too, I actually liked how they were they were all kind of a little bit of trash talk when the other when someone was on the obstacle course like taking kind of seriously Barry was definitely into it he wanted to win the money but yeah Jessie was pretty good in the middle there she TKO'd at the start in the first one but then she made it through the second one i think she's the only one that made it through the the second uh zone uh, uh Barry did too but she was the through. only one for zone 3 okay so she made it through 3 she was the only one which is impressive but then she couldn't make it through 4 and then her time was what second place were they but the fact that she I think, the, it, as far as zone t- this four is concerned, she made it twice across the first part. Yeah. I think what messed her up was the 90-second timer. If you just didn't focus on that, I think she could have very easily knocked it out. I liked her strategy, too, how she uh, she kind of, like, I think she was baiting Barry into the, to, to using, or, like, she ran at the perfect time. It mm-hmm. was a good strategy, but then she was caught in the middle. Yeah. And then she couldn't finish. Yeah, she was staring him down, but she was also watching very carefully for when he was going to throw those dodgeballs at Yeah, her. yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's interesting because we don't really get a lot of sort of reactions. We, get, do, we do get a little bit because Kevin Hart does interview them. But, um, you know, one of the things I'm interested to see if they were able to go twice to see if any of them would become better at the obstacle course or just know it has no relevance. They would just been equally as bad i hope they would get better i hope that next week's contestants and and the next episode and the episodes to go are better because otherwise the game is going to be pretty mundane and not really going to be a good show well (laughs) megan you need people to make it you were laughing at every time just people the fact that we went three rounds where people were tking oh by the end you're just laughing your ass off that was hilarious so it depends like what the show's trying to be i don't know 
Well, I think it's funny when people TKO, but it, when every single, like, the entire obstacle of the course is a TKO, it's kind of, well, then we need someone to do it. Yeah. <laughs> or they need casting to pick better contestants. Well, <laughs> what I'm worried about, like, for, for moving into future episodes is the fact that each, each contestant is, like, kind of like a standalone project, right? It's not like mm-hmm. they get the benefit of seeing these guys mm-hmm. and now being like, okay, I know how to do it. They only have their group to gauge that part of it. So, I don't, you know, um, lots to discuss there. Well, when you're looking at the course, what do you think you would be best at? Which zone? And what about you guys out there? Like, which zone were you like, oh, I could do this? Was there one where you're like, I got this? Um, I think any, the first and third, I think I could actually be pretty decent at because it's balance. Um, the first one in particular, I think I could have done okay at. Yeah. The last one, when it comes to like, it's like, you know, the log in the river scenario I don't think I could have gotten that one yeah I think for me the second round with the ball pit because there wasn't any jumping and there was a lot to grab onto so Uh you could just I would probably take my time if someone was throwing stuff at me and just cling on for dear life and hope for the best I think I think the second one is the best one for me too yeah but what about if you were on the opposite side where you were throwing the things which would you be best at or like trying to knock someone off I think the I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd be the best as far as knocking someone off, but as far as hitting someone, I think the first zone with just the, the dodgeballs and and the gun that shoots them at 60 miles an hour, I think I could do some damage and hit, <laughs> you know, get some hits. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think the spike balls, because they're pretty big, and if you have, like, decent aim, you're probably going to hit them somewhere. The spike balls, yeah. I definitely couldn't throw frisbees like Tracy, yeah. but um, that, I, think I, I think I could do the shooting the balls, uh, like you said on the first one. Yeah. yeah, and then it's it's tough as far as the fourth zone in terms of the obstacles, only because at that point it's irrelevant. Like, just everyone's knocking themselves off the first go around at it. So, um, anyway, Barry, good old Barry, he's first. He went first, and he ends up being first. Mm-hmm. So he gets to come back and do it again. We'll actually find out if he gets better at it. Although, is the is the final competition for a hundred thousand dollars? Is it the same course or a different course? Do we know? I think it's. From from just seeing, we'll talk about the preview for next week in, in greater length. But seeing just in general, it's, it's got to be the same course. Like okay. I, I think it just takes too much money to have to reinvent the course every single time. Okay, is my guess, but I could be completely wrong. I feel like there's still some unknowns in the first episode from watching. It wasn't yeah. totally, a lot of unknowns. Yeah, it's not totally clear everything that's happening. Exactly. I mean, to the uh, it, we're still a little unclear even how many episodes are going. Like, is it is it five? episodes of of this and then the sixth episode is kind of the top five competitors Mm -hmm. or is it a 10 episode season where the first nine happen in this way and the top five from those nine yeah it's it's already confusing just to say yeah it's unclear and then and then based on your time like how, how does the if you have the best overall time of the entire season does that matter does that just get you like top seed in the Runoff. I don't know. I wish they would mm. give us a little bit more explanation there. Yeah, that, here's the thing that that would suck if you're going into like you're the number one seated guy going into the final, yeah. and then you lose by let's say a minute or something like that. You're like, but but my time. My I think time. it should almost be like a cumulative effect, maybe. Yeah. Like where your your first round and then the final round goes together, so it's like an overall time, maybe. I don't know. That could be right because I think you should be rewarded. It, like if you have the really hard competition, but you win because your other contestants are good, but you still win with a really fast time, I think you should be extra rewarded for that. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, 
That's a good point and a question we can't answer. So the CBS execs that are watching, because they obviously are, should tell us. Indeed, indeed. Or Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, too, yeah. Call us. Call us, come in, join us. Um, All right. Well, uh, we've got some news and gossip to go over with you guys. So why don't we get into that? Here's some news and gossip. TV News. So not a lot of news. Uh, The episode premiered on Wednesday, yesterday for us. Uh, The the show received about 4 million viewers, which not bad, but not great. So uh, CBS was hoping for a little bit more. We'll see kind of where the show ends up going. I mean, granted, it's July, so, um, you know, everyone's out on vacation and things Mm -hmm. like that. But this is also a great summer. Just watch it. Not, you know. Yeah. With your family type of movie. They also put it in, like, right after Big Brother, and they promote it pretty aggressively. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of promotion for it, so maybe it'll pick up. We'll see. We'll see. But that's uh, that's all we got as far as news and gossip. So without further ado, let's go into predictions, because it ties nicely along with Big Brother. And now, you're after Buzz TV. All right, so I am not a Big Brother fan, but next week we get Tyler Crispin, and, and you're a Big Brother fan, so what Brother does that fan. mean for the show? Yeah, so Tyler is a contestant on this season's Big Brother, Big Brother Season 20, going on right now on CBS, and he's actually doing fairly well. Uh, right now he's been uh, probably one of the top players in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows how he'll finish, but um, he's going to be on next week's episode, Episode 2 of Total Knockout. Uh, competing. So, based on the way he's done Big Brother so far, you would imagine he'll be a good contestant for TKO. Uh, it's unclear if he is competing for the actual money or just maybe uh, you know a new variable to the game next week in the episode. But he's a good character in Big Brother. I'm sure he'll be a good character in TKO. Yeah. I mean, his social game's been really strong on Big Brother, but as far as his physical competitions, I don't think he's one of the top ones. Maybe, uh-huh. like, top 30%, but definitely not one of the number ones. So it'll be interesting how he can do without alliances here. It will be interesting, and based on what we saw from uh, the first episode of TKO, and uh, it might not matter if you are physically in shape, a police officer or not, uh, mm-hmm. how you perform in TKO. So it'll be interesting to see. But he'll definitely add an element to the game. Yeah, for sure. Let me guys ask you this is sort of impromptu question. As far as... Like, should they have gotten athletes for this since it is strictly a physical competition? Whereas you look at perhaps something like Big Brother Survivor, another CBS show, there's, if you're not, let's say, the most physically fit person for those competitions, there's a mental aspect to it. And obviously this has no mental aspect apart from, you know, trash talking, but that doesn't really get you far, it doesn't seem like. Well, I will say the one mental part I did see was Melanie got, she got hit a few times and she took the hits. And stayed on. Eventually she fell off. But um, I don't know. I think there's a bit of a mental element to it because George said he couldn't control his stress. And that's why it just, like, shot through the roof and he let go of all his strategy. But I think Jesse did so well because she is a behavioral specialist and she was able to kind of, like, control that. I'm just nervous for the Chicago Police Department. <laughs> if George can't control his emotions or his stress level on this. I mean, I think they have bigger worries. George also talked about how he got chased around his police car by uh, a guy on PCP. <laughs> and he's the police officer yeah. being chased. I just wanted to give him a hug. Yeah. It was harmless. 
Eh, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, before we're done, what about speaking of gossip? What about when they talked about Tracy's husband in the crowd, and they showed oh, us yes. they showed his name was Furious? Do we believe his name is Furious, or do we think that he was Furious? Either way, I've never seen it before because yeah. it, you know it, the, the name Furious, or at least I presume is his name, was so big. He's right underneath Tracy's husband. Yes. It was it was one of those like it caught my attention immediately. I think it probably I mean it caught yours. I'm sure it caught others. So it's just very unclear to me because if his name is Furious, that's that's cool. I just never met a Furious before. Yeah, it just seemed like you had to, <laughs> it was really yeah. odd. It's, but you had to kind of do a double take way, like because mm-hmm. the the problem is he also had a furious look, look. on his face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why it was very like I wasn't sure what was happening. Was it a joke or not a joke? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I doubt if it was a joke. I'm not 100% sure. Um, what do you guys think of, um, speaking of which, another impromptu sort of question, Kevin Hart's hosting? I really like hearing his banter with the other competitors when they're trying to throw the other people off. I think it left a little bit to be desired in the first episode, but I think he's probably just getting his feet wet, trying to figure out where to come in. Plus, I don't think that they expected no one to really be able to do any of the, the game or the course, and so... He was kind of less like the entire time it was the same kind of reaction like, oh, you fell off. Oh, you didn't make it. Oh, get out of the ball pit. You're sinking. Mm-hmm. So um, I think he's, he's a good host in general, and uh, it'll be better as the season goes along, I think, as he starts finding people that actually get it done. Because it's, it's hard when the same, you know, same response is needed where he's like, oh, you didn't do it, but good job. Nice try. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I, I give him a lot of credit. Because sometimes it is tough for, you know, he's a comedian slash actor, so to come in and do this. And, you know, most times hosts don't have to commentate. Like, um, I'm thinking of, like, let's say MTV's Challenge. Uh, TJ, right? That's his name. He's not commentating as the competition is going on. You're just watching the competition. Yeah. And this, he's literally adding to it. Yeah. He's, I mean, and they tell you the times, 10 minutes, 15 minutes for some of the contestants. You could see during the show that, part of it was them basically being on Kevin giving you know he's giving his reaction he's just he's on the whole time so uh, you know I think it was a tough first episode in general just getting his feet wet but he's a great host to have get the crowd into it and uh, it was cool I mean he did the little uh, handshake with Barry so mm-hmm. you can tell that he's he's got the ability to host yeah. yeah, I was pretty impressed with his predictions, too, because when someone was about to do something and he knew they were going to fall he called them out and he almost always got it except with Jesse yeah, Jesse, she was the surprise. She was indeed. All right, any final thoughts before we head on out? Uh, I hope that someone makes it next week, like the whole course, so we could see how it's done. Are we taking bets on whether Tyler actually makes all of them? Oh, he's getting, I'm, I'm, he's getting a TKO. He's getting a TKO? Yeah. Not, he, okay. He's not going to make all of them. No. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, where can people interact with you guys offline? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Megan underscore Gettleman, M-E-A-G-A-N-G-I-T-E-L-M-A-N. And I'm Michael Rippey, and you can follow me on social media at Mike Rips, M-I-K-E-R-I-P-S. And I'm Matt Phil Svitek. Thank you guys for joining us. As we mentioned earlier, please do comment. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Let us know what um, you thought of the competitions and all the things we discussed certainly commentate on it because after all that's what we enjoy we love the community we love the spirit and we love reading your guys comments we'll see you guys next week for another tk go
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.